What's up, everybody? This is your host, Josh. And this is your host, Rail. Welcome to Econics Talks. This is our podcast, and we're going to be talking about different lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. Today's topic is going to be on money habits. So me and Donnarell are going to be going over a couple of things where we feel as, you know, different money habits, money to- money topics, and pretty much just spending is what we're going to be talking about. So we're going to start talking about bad spending. So Donnarell, I ask you this, what are some of the bad spending habits that you have? Um, I get that I have uh, or had or have had to, d- to develop. I like, yeah, I was about to say, I'd like to say that. Um, you know, obviously I'm not perfect, but I'm a lot better than I was. Um, in the past, you could, you know, you could probably say like, um, I probably spent too much money on like shoes, like Jordans or, um, food. Definitely food is probably my biggest thing or, you know, has been my biggest challenge. Cause I mean, who doesn't love good food? You know, I like to eat out. I like to eat good, you know what I'm saying, drink good. So, you know, if you go out, especially during college and, you know, some of my younger days, you go out, you know, you're going to spend a little money. So I think my worst spending habits were definitely on food and, like, just going out, or, you know, when I went out with my friends and stuff like that. Man, so I think one of my uh, one of my worst spending habits is probably food, too. Um, you know, it's crazy because, you know, we talk about life balance all the time. And uh, that's one of them, you know, when you talk about eating out, because usually when you eat now, you're eating bad. And usually when you eat bad, you're not in shape, even as no matter as much working out as you do. Yeah. <laughs> and I, ain't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I ain't no big dude, but, you know, hey, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about I'm me. Eat good. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just saying in general, you know, it's funny that for the longest, you know, I've been a skinny guy. So, but yeah, we know. are all as uh, lucky. Like me, like to eat, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so when we talk about bad spending, I'll, I'll say uh, one of my things that I have struggled with so at times um, impulse buying. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. i give you an example. I go into the store and I'm like, I know I got the money to buy this, but then I see it and it's like, I gotta have it. So I was in the store the other day and I saw a pair of shoes and I'm like, man, those joints is nice. It was a, um, a pair of retro sixes, um, the infrared retro sixes. Saw them on the shelf. I'm like, dang, I would like me another pair of sixes. And I was like, yo, let me get a size, whatever. The guy brings it out and I'm like, yep, out of $200. Rang it up. <laughs> Rang it up, bruh. So... Out of two hundred dollars off of an impulse buy, and I bought it on a uh, on a, one of the depreciating asset, and it was not making me money. And two, uh, my shoes are now dirty, which is even more disappointing because no amount of shoe cleaner is gonna get that out. And the thing about these shoes, man, especially when it comes to Jordans, I mean, after a while, I just, I you know, I really don't care anymore because I mean, they keep coming out with the same pairs, like they gonna come out again. I mean, you gonna get a chance to keep buying them. So, you know, I, you know, I struggle with that, you know, uh, electronics, you know, iPhones, uh, you know, having the newest iPhone, uh, Beats by Dre, spending $350 for that. Um, at this point, man, when it comes to 
anything if you know i can't buy just all outright i mean i don't really care for it and i ain't gotta have the latest greatest thing anymore you know until i feel like i you know it's nothing to me i agree you know i agree <laughs> for the most for the most part some of my i still I, I will say some of my choices i'm a techie so i have everything apple imaginable um but not at the expense of you know saving and other things but back in the day you know i would say you know what one of my bad my worst worst spending habits was was my credit card and I, that's actually a, a really good topic so i had my credit card and you know a lot of people do this they they will let's say i got a 500 dollars balance on it and i'm i'm I already have like $250 and I paid that down. So I have my credit card is paid down. Well, that month, I'm like, all right, well, I got an extra $250 to spend. So now I max out the card every single month. I pay it off and I max it right back out. I pay it off and I max it right back out. So I was never really paying off my credit card. I just kept literally just paying it down and using that same money. So that's probably one of like the worst spending habits I had to actually break. Um... And it wasn't until I started to actually, you know, look at a budget um, where I was able to kind of transition into, you know, making that happen for myself where I wasn't actually paying off a credit card and spending it the next month because it was it was literally a cycle and I wasn't getting anywhere. Um, so what do you do, you know, as far as your budget? Like, how do you how do you look at your budget every month? Uh, I would say the easiest thing for me is just like apps, you know what I'm saying? Like I got the Mint app on my phone and it keeps track of my spending and things I spend my money on. And, you know, I created a little budget that it'll show me, you know, pretty much if I'm following that budget or not. So I think the easiest thing to do <clears throat> and what hurt me the most in the past was just not having a, a plan. And not having a budget. So each month, you know, you kind of realistically, if you can, obviously, we know, we never know what's going to happen. But you kind of want to plan, uh, you know, a year or two out in advance if you can. Um, but the whole point of the whole point is just having a budget. That way your spending doesn't get out of control and nothing really catches you off guard. You know, you thinking you got a thousand dollars in your bank account and then you open it up and you got fifty dollars in that joint so it's like you know it's just having a budget having a plan that way you know if you out okay i don't need to wild out too much i don't need to go too crazy tonight and you know you you know you put yourself in a better position i know for me uh like awareness is key um being aware you know for example like i get alerts to my phone every day from my bank account, you know, I bank with uh, Bank of America, and I actually, you know, every time, every day I get a text saying what my balance is, so, you know, at least I'm aware of, you know, where my account should be, so if, you know, something gets overdrafted or, you know, there's a, there's a payment, that an auto payment that comes out, I'll know about it, but one of the things that really started to help me was I actually have a little black book. And in that black book, I just, I'm a, I'm a visual person, um, for that type of stuff. Like Donnell, he suggested an app. I've tried to use apps before. It does not work for me. Um, I'm an app guy, but not for that particular, um, 
particular thing. So what I do is I got my little black book and I literally write all my bills out. I mean, I'm talking down to Netflix, Hulu, um, and whatever, you know, even my um, Apple um, iTunes ID, you know, for, for Apple stuff. So <clears throat> I really try to dial down my budget as, as much as I can. So that way I know exactly what I can spend and what I can have fun with. So that awareness, you know, knowing exactly what I can and cannot spend and knowing how much I have, knowing how much I have to play with after bills, it's really key. And that's really helped me a lot when it comes to budgeting. So for anybody out there looking to start a budget or just kind of figure out a best practice to put in place, I would say, you know, definitely that if you're if you can do something on an app, definitely do it. Um, you suggested the Mint app, right? Yeah, um, you can find it on Google Play or the App Store uh, with Apple if you have an iPhone or whatever. Yeah, so, you know, if you can do one of those or write it out, you know, I like to write mine out um, and, and just put that into play and just see just see how it works out for you. Even if, you know, honestly, sometimes I don't even want to look at my bank account. <laughs> Heck no. Nah. You know, you go on a, a weekend and then you just like, bruh, I do not want to check my bank account. Cause you already you already know you already know though. you already know what what time it is. But um, just having that awareness and knowing what you know what you're doing, it, it, it's a really big thing. Um, the next thing I can say is is goal setting. You know, when it comes to money habits, goal setting is very very important. Um, Donnarell, like, what were some of the goals, you know, when you were, you know, even for recent college graduates, like, I had financial goals then, too. What were, what were some of yours back then? Uh, I think, like, most college graduates, you want to get a, you know, decent job. You want to make about 50 grand or more. Um, you know, you just want to get a, get your own place, you know, if you, if you never had that. Uh, you want to have a decent car. You know, all of that cliche, generic stuff. Um. You know, those are some of my goals. I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to just moving at your own pace. Um, you kind of can get off off track or you can put too much pressure on yourself just trying to keep up with the Joneses, as they say. And you can end up hurting yourself financially. So I think more than anything, just be patient, you know, live with live below your means and move at your own pace. That's actually a good point. I know for me, um, whenever I've set a goal, it it's always helped me to save more. You know, typically when people have goals in mind, it, it allows you to focus more. When you have goals and you have things written down, it's easier for you to say, okay, I don't need to um, spend this on XYZ because I have a goal in mind. So, and again, it, it goes back to, to having that awareness on what your finances are. So when you have that awareness and then you also couple that with a goal in mind, now you got awareness of what you're doing, plus you got a goal in mind. So from there, when you when it comes to spending extra stuff, you are like, nah, because you know, I know for me, I'll give you one of mine. My goals back in the day, I, I really wanted a MacBook. You know, by the time I graduated college, my Dell was like shot. And I needed a really, I needed a really nice computer, or I just needed something, you know, that was gonna get get me the results that I wanted. And at the time, my MacBook was like twelve hundred dollars, and I was probably making like ten dollars an hour. So what I did was I made it a goal. I was like, I want to have this much saved by this time period. 
And that allowed me to save as much as I could because I knew what I wanted to use my MacBook for. Actually, I'm actually recording this podcast on my MacBook. So I would probably say that was one of the best investments I've ever made to date is my MacBook. And, you know, when it comes to goal setting, it's just one of those things about, you know, you just have to set the goal and then also revisit the goal. So I know, you know, even at work, my team and I will set a goal and then quarterly we'll rehash those goals and we'll revisit those goals to see where we are. And that's a really good thing to do financially. Like after three months, are you on par to hit your goal? Are you below budget? Are you under? Are you over? Like Where are you? So that way you can reassess. So by the time the end of the year comes, you're not shocked. You're not surprised. So I know another thing um, is mindset. You know, what would you say about mindset? I would say like anything with your life, mindset is everything. Um, Is your mindset conducive to your success financially? Um, Are you materialistic? Are you shallow? Um, You know. Do you want to build wealth or do you want to be poor? Um, and, those, that, you know, that mindset can translate into habits. So, you know, if you have a mindset, okay, at the end of the day, I want to build some wealth. I want to have, you know, low to zero debt. That's what I want. To, that's in my mind. That's my mindset. That's what I want. After that, your habits are going to change a little bit because, you know, your mind is going to force you to, to do that. Your mind is going to translate into different habits, just having that, you know, a different mindset. So, like I said, mindset is everything. What about you? So, yeah, again, mindset. So, I'm really big on, you know, the power of the mind um, because, with you know, when your mind is in the right place, then your actions follow. And, you know, we talk about, you know, in our community, we talk about, you know, poverty and we talk about being poor as opposed to, you know, being broke, you know, in college I was broke, but I wasn't poor. You know, there were a lot of times where I was broke, but I wasn't poor. Um, so poor, you know, a, a poor man's mindset, you know, Donna Ross spoke on that earlier talking about, you know, do you want that, that pair, that pair of Jordans? Do you want to keep up with the Joneses? You know, are you overspending, you know, and buying things that you don't need? Um, because when it, when it comes to your happiness and, and what matters most at the end of the day, bruh, nobody's in your bank account. Nobody knows unless you tell them you don't need to keep up with the Joneses. You can be low key about your moves. And at the end of the day, I guarantee you, if you implement that mindset, goal setting and budgeting, I guarantee you it will eventually pay off. I had a friend, um, who, traveled around the country and I was like wow like how is how is he doing this you know I'm looking like I'm looking at like all right I want to do that I want that lifestyle I want to be able to travel this place I want to be able to travel that place but I'm like there's no way this person can be making this much money to to travel like that so come to find out well that person also had a bunch of maxed out credit cards and I'm just like what so it's all about what you value, you know, do you value traveling or do you value good credit? (laughs) So when it comes to, you know, 
making those decisions, that's what we mean when we say mindset. Um, if anything, what some of the best practices that you could give give our audience? Like I said earlier, obviously have a budget. Uh, there are different ways you can control your budget. Um, just different techniques I've learned. For example, you know, 50%, you can, you can dedicate percentages to different expenses. For example, 50% of your income is dedicated to your bills, your fixed, your fixed bills. Uh, 20 or, you know, 30% of that could be used as spending money. 20% of that could be used as money that you're going to save and invest to create more income for yourself. So it's all about just having a plan and breaking it down. Another thing that I've read that you can do, you can have separate bank accounts dedicated to specific purposes. One bank account, okay, this is my traveling fund. This is my bill. This bank account is for my bills. This bank account is for saving. This bank account is for investing. This bank account is for the money that I want to put into my business. So really just organizing everything to, you know, to where, you know, you're actually doing it. Um, another best practice, um, and you could, you'll probably hear this from any financial expert, financial advisor, whatever, is automation, having your savings automated. That way you don't see it, you don't leave it up to yourself to not save and to, or to make a mistake. He took all mine. <laughs> I was just going to say uh, uh, parameters, and he, he pretty much touched on that. So what a parameter is, is like he said, automated. Um, I was talking to actually my financial advisor and um, he actually told me like, Josh, why do you manage it to the point where you um, move money into a certain account? He's like, you know, he told me, why don't you just have it auto deduct out of your account and it automatically goes to a separate account every single month. That way you don't even miss it. That's one of the best, you know, pieces of advice that I've gotten is to actually, you know, like you said, automate it. You know, if you can, you can literally set up a brokerage, a brokerage account and just have money auto deducted from your, from your, um, your paycheck every month. And then from there, it, it just, you don't even miss it because it's already gone. And typically if you see you got an extra thousand dollars in your account, guess what? It's going to get spent. If you see that you have less than $1,000 or you see that you have $1,000 less in your account, then you're like, okay, well, I know I have this much money to work with because everybody knows how to work, you know, less than their means. But a lot of us try to live beyond our means. So, you know, those things, if you put them in place and you start to apply those things to your life, I guarantee you that will be one of the first steps to make in order to get yourself and get your finances in order. It is extremely important because nobody wants to live in debt the rest of their life. People want to grow. People want to get married. And even when you get married, you got to acquire that person's debt too. You know, that's, you know, Donnarell is married, so I'm pretty sure you can speak on, on some of those topics. But when you're, when you're married, you do have to take on, you know, the person's financial um, status as well. So when you, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, getting into a relationship, you know, think about that kind of stuff. You know, do you want to enter a relationship and you're dating somebody who you could potentially marry and, you know, you, you haven't made any financial gains to where you aren't, ha you don't have a plan in place to kind of pay off that debt. You know, a lot of us did go to college, you know, hell, we went to Morehouse and that's not, that's not cheap. That was, that was a pretty penny, a private institution. So, Take advantage of these things that we're giving you guys, and I guarantee you, your lives will change. 
Yeah, I mean, money, you know, a lot of people say money isn't everything. But, man, listen, every day we wake up, we go to work to do what? Make money. Um, what do we stress over every day? Uh, most of our time is utilized trying to get money. So why not organize ourselves, value it a little more, take it a little more serious so we are in we are not in a position to stress about it so much. A lot of times, you know, people are stressed because of what? They ain't got no money. They stress because they worried about bills. They worried about food. They worried about all these things that relate to money. They yelling at their kids because they broke. A lot of times you don't realize you mad at your kids. You frustrated because your ass worried about, you know, some bills. You know what I'm saying? It's real. You got pamper money. You know, yeah. It's, it's real. Like, it dang, I got, see, I had to, you, you know, you whooping your kids because they got them shoes dirty that you worked so hard to spend your money on and buy. <laughs> so, you know, all I can leave, you know, my our audience with is, you know, let's, let's myself included, I'm not perfect. I'm still a work in progress myself. Let's take money a little more seriously. Uh, you know, let's take our lives more seriously because it's, you know, it's very important in our lives. I actually have one more story, man. You're talking about being broke and letting that affect your um, money. Man, my, my dad, you know, when I was growing up, <laughs> I had I was running in the house and I accidentally... I was a kid, and I, I ran into the sliding glass door. It was a glass. <laughs> it was a glass door, and um, ran right into it. Bam! And you know, my brothers they just started they started laughing at me. So you know, I, I brush myself off, and then I you know I, I get up and I try to move on. And my dad just comes out of the out of the you know out of nowhere and starts whipping me with this raincoat. And I was so confused. I'm like, why am I getting a whooping right now for running into the glass, sliding glass door? So he literally, like, whoops me with the raincoat. And I, at first I was confused, so I'm just standing there. And then eventually it started to hurt, so I started crying. So I, I swear, y'all, I found this story out, like, 20 years later. Bruh, that same day, 20 years later, I find out my dad was paying child support. And he came home and they took all his money. So he literally had one penny to his name. And uh, like Donna Rell said, you know, I messed up. So, you know, he took all his anger out on me in that raincoat. <laughs> and on that note, guys, <laughs> I'm out. Hey, guys, one last request. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, and make sure you leave a comment. Thank you guys for your support, and we will continue to thank you as long as you support us. Um, love you, and be blessed, be great, have a good one. Conics Talks.